Welcome to Light Everywhere Radio Broadcast with your host, Apostle Samuel Quay, ministering life-transforming Word of the Lord. Hello, one more time. We are back to our subject of prayer. I'm your host, Samuel Quay. Okay, thanks for tuning in. We are on the subject of prayer, and we said um, prayer somehow it's been abused, it's been misinterpreted, it's misunderstood, and uh, whatnot. And people think uh, prayer solves every problem. I differ in opinion. Prayer doesn't solve every problem. Prayer has its place in the life of the believer in Christ Jesus. We have to come to a place where we understand who we are in Christ Jesus, what we've been given in Christ Jesus, what we can do in Christ Jesus. And uh, when we understand that, everything is just going to be all right. Okay. So like I said, we've un- uh, we cannot underscore uh, the truth that we always ought to pray and not to faint. And we pray without ceasing. And everything by prayer and supplication, you know, we make uh, known our requests uh, to God. All right. But want to pray effectively. We want to pray according to the word. And uh, too many people, uh, <laughs> they think they are praying because every day they are in this activity they call prayer and they are praying. But the question is, are they getting results? Is this some kind of emotional uh, venting, emotional kind of experience? And you go through that time and then you say, okay, you know, you, you spend some time, you know, you ask for this, you ask for that. You said this, you said that. So, well, I declare this, I decree that. So, you have prayed. So, let's look at this, you know, very well. And uh, the, uh, this part two, in the first uh, part, um, I was talking about knowing the will of God before we even start prayer. Knowing the will of God before starting prayer. So how do we know the will of God? His word is the revealed w- uh, will of God. So you have to read the word of God to know what he has provided what he has promised to do, what he's willing to do. And as a matter of fact, Jesus died on the cross. His death and resurrection, as it were, sealed, guaranteed things that God has already done for us, things that we can ask from God, and things that we can take because they are already provided. And talking about taking, I ended the last, um, uh, what do you call it, broadcast by singing, Some people have faith that waits because they are waiting on God to do something. So they keep waiting. But we have to move into faith that takes. That faith says that God has provided. God has released. God has made a move. God has spoken. And then that faith goes to take. And I'll give you an instance. In in the natural kind of family, uh, the mother comes out and says, Dinner is ready. Okay, dinner is ready. What do we do? We all rush, you know, to the table. (laughs) You know, we don't cause any stampede, but we go to the table. Now, when you go to the table, the food doesn't work into your mouth. All right? But when one goes to the table, one will have to dig into it. Meaning, you have to take your silverware and begin to take the meal in bite sizes and feed yourself. Put that in your mouth and you chew it and you keep doing that. You are taking the food was already provided. It was cooked probably by your mom. It's on the table ready for you. But you have to go take. So here, if um, the mom says dinner is ready, and then, you know, instead of going to the table, then he said, well, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for dinner to be ready. Dinner is served. Dinner is provided. But I'm just waiting. 
And uh, most believers, that is what, or some believers, that is what they do. Because they don't know what God has already served them with. They don't know what God has already provided. They don't know even what is the will of God for their lives. So they are in limbo. It's like, if it's the will of God, well, it will happen. If it's not the will of God, it's not going to happen. Now, let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10. The Bible says, um, I'll take it from 9. The Bible says, but it is written... I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Okay, I'll take it again. I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God things which God has prepared for those who love him. So I can say uh, spiritual things, uh, material things, financial things, social things academic things what have you things are things because we are spiritual and body so um, as humans we just don't uh, relate to the spiritual but we relate to you know the mental as well the soul and as uh, the body okay 10 it says but god has revealed them the things that he has prepared for those who love him he has revealed them to us through his spirit that is why every person has the Spirit of God. The one who is born again has the Spirit of God. Why, as, uh, why do you have to have the Spirit of God? It's simple. I'll take the 10 again. But God has revealed them to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the Spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. So as you listen to me now, you can be saying something, something is in your head, I don't know. You can be looking at somebody and you can't tell what is in their head. There's something in their head, but they'll say something different. And you go with what he has said. Meanwhile, that is not in what is in their head. Okay, 12 says, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is from God, that we might know the things which have been freely given to us by God. I want to take that verse again. We are in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. Now we have received. It's not that we are going to receive. If you are born again, you have already received. You have already received. Not you are going to receive. You have already received. And um, I hope you are saying that I have already received. Not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. The spirit who is from God is the same Holy Spirit that was upon Jesus, that was on Jesus, that worked with Jesus. It's the same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead. That we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. So we have the spirit of God. We have the Holy Spirit. Some people say Holy Ghost, whichever way is right. So we have the Holy Spirit, we have the Holy Ghost, and we have the Spirit of God, so we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Who has given the things? God. God has already given things. So dinner is ready. That means God has served dinner. He has provided. He has released. He has given. When did that take place? When Jesus died on the cross, when he said it is finished, it was finished. Atonement, your sins, if you need a forgiveness for sins, you don't need to fast anymore. Your sins are forgiven. If you need um, um, help, you don't have to go fast and receive help. 
Now he says, I have become your help. Now that you have believed in him as your Lord and Savior, you, he took you from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom uh, of uh, his dear son. You are now joined uh, with Jesus Christ. And uh, by covenant, he's your father. He's going to provide. He's your source. He says he will never leave you nor forsake you. He will not abandon you. He will not neglect you. He will not let you go. He will not leave you without support or aid. So you accept that, that this is where you are you are in christ and you are abundantly supplied knowing this is very very important so here then you have to know which what are these things that we have freely been given by god jesus died for right see jesus his death and resurrection his ascension as um, the exchange that took place when we go to stores we buy stuff medium we know on this uh, we know on money we know on this earth is a medium of exchange so you walk into any store they are selling something if you're interested in what they are selling and you want it a home you want to take it along then of course you have to give them money for the price that you're asking for then you take that thing home so everything that we are going to need in this life jesus by his death and resurrection by the blood that he shed He paid for everything that we are ever going to need on this earth. He paid our way to heaven. Our way through here to heaven. He he forgave our sickness by his death. And we, having faith in his finished work, we have forgiveness of sins. We, having faith in his finished work, we have redemption. We, having faith in his finished work, we have sanctification. We, having faith in his finished work, we have uh, money, money, money. We have money because the Bible says that we know the grace of the Lord. Though he was rich, yet for us he became poor, that we through his poverty might become rich. Rich is rich. Whether you say spiritually rich, wisdom, understanding, knowledge, or when you come into the natural, you're talking about uh, resources, you're talking about uh, uh, wealth, you're talking about money, whatever God has called you to do, whatever God has wired you to do, whatever your assignment purpose is, it means that God has given you what it takes to be able to do it. So he died, he guaranteed this is he paid for. You don't have to leave less. I mean, who goes to a store and you buy something, then you go and put it somewhere and then you don't use it. When you buy it, you have need of it, so you go get it because you want to, you know, you want to use your money wisely. So let's not um, let's not walk around and let the death of Jesus be in vain, like we say. You know, we are frustrating the grace of God or the grace of God upon our lives in vain. Jesus died for us to live on this earth, to walk in authority, to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit, to bring help, to bring change, to bring transformation to humanity. We are gifted. We, are, we have potential. He's given us abilities. He's endowed, with, endowed us with graces. Everybody has something unique to offer to society and you have to know it. It's interesting talking about prayer. At times you see people and you hear them, they are praying, God give me this, God give me that. And they are asking for something that they have already. Especially, I'll touch on this. I know we are going to kill some religious demons. Because people pray and say, Father, I want you to anoint me. God give me anointing. God give me anointing. Anointing for what? So you want to say that when God created you, and he created you with a purpose, with an assignment, he forgot to add the anointing that goes with that, that assignment, or the anointing that goes with that purpose. So you, 
as smart as you are, now you realize that, oh, God made a mistake. So you have to go back to God and say, God, you know, you're asking me to do this kind of work. You're asking me to do, go into this purpose, this destiny, but I didn't give you the anointing. So I'm asking you for the anointing. No, the anointing is there. Now, <laughs> again, we have to know the things that we've been freely given. The anointing has been given to you. How do you know? You have to search the scriptures. You have to read the word of God. Study the word of God. The Bible says, study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that needs, that needs not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. So if you're having a hard time, go to somebody who is spiritually, you know, ahead of you. That is why every believer, every born-again person needs a spiritual house. You need somebody who is seasoned, somebody who is mature in the things of God to teach you present truth, to teach you to know the difference between what you have and what you don't have. What God has provided and what God hasn't provided. What you can do in Christ and what you cannot do. You have to know these things. You have to know the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament. And, and then we don't pray according to the Old Testament pattern and pattern, as you say. And then we go and pray some prayers that some people prayed because they prayed that way and it's written in the Bible. There is a lot of difference. We have received the Spirit of God to know the things that we have been freely given by God. We have to know this and we are going to continue. Thanks for tuning in. I love you. Thanks for tuning in to today's broadcast. For copies of today's message, please write to Light Everywhere, P.O. Box 136, Manchester, Connecticut 06040. Again, Light Everywhere, P.O. Box 136, Manchester, C.T., 06040.